Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits? Drive through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad. Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Miss Mom Health. I'm so grateful that you are here with me another week. Happy Monday, happy to the end of February. We are literally almost into March, which is kind of hard to believe, Um, kind of getting stressed over looking at the schedules of what my life is going to look like in the spring season with kids sports. So I am with you if you have children that are actively involved in after school activities and you're a working parent and you are really just stressing right now. So anyway, today I wanted to talk to you guys about something completely not related to kids sports, but Some things that I think would help anybody starting off in their health journey, weight loss journey, when you're looking for sustainable results. You are sick and tired of the diet roller coaster. You're sick and tired of gaining and regaining the same 10 pounds, 20 pounds, and you're at a starting point where you're ready to go. And you're just like, what are the things that I can do? Or what are the things that I can maybe start focusing on to move that needle? Even if it's small, I I'm all about on this podcast, small steps, creating long-lasting results. So if that's you and you're looking for some things that you can focus on right now, these are the things that I would focus on before anything else. Number one there would be having a plan of some sort. Now, if you're anything like me, you are not necessarily the best or biggest planner in the world. You are kind of a fly by the seat of your pants and make it work and make it look good on the outside. So I get that, right? I understand that. But this is something that I wish I was a little bit better at in the beginning. And I still struggle with this to some degree, but I have an overall plan. And that's kind of what this, what I'm kind of talking about here, where it's not having an Excel spreadsheet dictating everything you're going to eat, everything you're going to drink, what you're going to do. But having an overarching plan that this is what you're focused on for the next, let's just say, 28 to 30 days. So for the month of March, let's just say, these are your goals. Write three of them down, whether it's to drink a gallon of water, to make sure you're getting eight hours of sleep. Maybe it's to walk 10,000 steps. Whatever it is, write three things down that you can focus on for the month of March. The other part of this is also looking at that 30-day and saying, what are the possible hurdles that I'm going to be up against? What are the possible things that are going to come up in the day-to-day that are going to try to throw me off my track? This could be a birthday party, right? I struggle with not eating cupcakes. I, If I'm at a birthday party, my, one of my weaknesses is birthday cake. So instead of going into the birthday party 
eating three cupcakes, beating myself up about it later, have the plan going into the month. Like my daughter's birthday, for instance, is in March. I am going to eat a cupcake, but it's in the plan. Like I know I'm going to eat a cupcake. And I think this is a mistake that I personally have made in the past where I don't have a plan and I go into that birthday and I eat six cupcakes because I didn't have it planned out. I didn't mentally prepare to see the cupcake and to be around the cupcake. And I know that sounds crazy, but if you are like me, there are certain things that you have a hard time saying no to, right? We all have them, whether it's ice cream, birthday cake, key lime pie, popcorn, whatever it is, whipped cream, which I'm not even going to go on about whipped cream in my life, but you get the point, right? We all have those things. So maybe it's a retirement party that you have and you know you want to enjoy the party, be social, have the food, have a glass of wine, whatever it is. Just put it in a plan, right? So writing out the three things you're focusing on, writing out the potential pitfalls in your month and having a plan so that way you don't go into the situation and feel guilty that you went off plan, right? So like I said, I'm not saying take your whole entire life and put it in an Excel spreadsheet because that is not me. That is not how my brain works. And I don't really think that that's sustainable, right? Like who the heck has time for all of that? But if we have five minutes and we jot down the three things that we're going to focus on, and maybe the three potential hazards that could come into our journey so that we are planned for them and they're already mapped out. I'm going to my daughter's birthday. I am going to have a piece of cake or I'm going to have the cupcake and I'm not going to feel guilty about it because this was part of my plan. So I think that is one of the biggest things that I am working on myself at this point in my health and weight loss journey. And I think I wish I did that in the beginning because there is a lot of guilt associated with going into something, not having the plan, making, you know, the diet mishap or going spiraling off on the sugar you know bandwagon for the weekend or something there's a lot of guilt associated with that if you're anything like me and in order to fight the guilt in order to not feel guilty and to give yourself that grace it's all about planning that out so we all pretty much know our schedules 30 days out as far as events parties things that are going to come up where there could be temptations that you know are going to be difficult to avoid and look we all are living a life we are here to enjoy our lives, but if you're looking for health, overall health, and you're on a weight loss journey, you just have to plan them out so that you're not constantly you know, feeling guilty, putting yourself in those emotional spirals, and then binge eating or emotionally eating and all of those things that come up. I know I have struggled with all of these things throughout my life, so I hope that that helps you with just focusing on the plan and doing that early on. I think that would have helped me, saved me so much aggravation and mom guilt and just guilt in general. So that's number one. Number two thing that I wish I did sooner and that I think would help anyone who's on a health and weight loss journey is finding a functional medicine doctor. And I am not, I'm not a doctor. I am just a person. I'm a mom. I'm on a health journey. I am all about overall wellness and being the best person and the healthiest person that I can be into my 40s. And I have unfortunately had the feeling with traditional medicine doctors that I personally have gone to that I am a number and I don't like that feeling. I I know the pressure that doctors are under, but their visits are like five minutes. You're in and out. I feel I felt very pressured that they just wanted to put me on a prescription, that they weren't hearing me out, that I just didn't like that feeling. So again, I am not here negatively talking about doctors. I I love doctors. I think they're amazing. I think that they are unfortunately in a system that is broken. But for me and a health and weight loss journey, 
If you truly want to get to root cause of maybe why you are struggling, why there are certain things going on in your body, maybe it's constipation, maybe it's bloating, maybe it's acne, maybe whatever it is, I think you need someone with a more overall wellness approach. And that's what I have found in functional medicine. And again, I am not judging any doctors. I think doctors are amazing. But I think if you don't have like somebody who's spending an hour with you doing a full body assessment, that there are some better options out there. If you really want someone to take you by the hand, give you, like help you, guide you, look at your labs a different way. If you're looking for something different, I highly suggest seeking out a functional medicine doctor. There are plenty of resources on the web. You can also Google like wherever you're located. I have found one and, you know, the first visit really opened my eyes because I was there for an hour and a half and I was being asked questions that I was never asked for by my family doctor before. I was, I, I got a blood slip for labs that I've never seen before. And it was really eye-opening for me that, wow, this is so many different things that are going on in my body that I never even considered. So if you are struggling with certain issues, ailments, and you're looking for a different approach, I can't suggest enough looking for a functional medicine doctor in your area to try to partner with or even, you know, televisits. I know Dr. Will Cole is a big one and he does televisits. He's located, I think, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but, you know, follow his podcast just to kind of see what their approach is. It's a different approach to medicine, to wellness, to overall being. They truly take a full health approach, looking at your whole body and not just one part of it. And I, they don't lead with a prescription pad approach, which that's the feeling that I've gotten, especially on my acne journey throughout my entire life. It was how fast they could write a prescription for me. And it made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel like I was just stuck in this system of prescription medicine. And it's just not where I was comfortable being. It was not what I wanted. I wanted a root answer. I wanted, why is this going on? What can I do? I, I need to dig deep that's just who I am. And if that helps you, I think that's amazing. Seek out additional support in whatever way you are comfortable. And if that's your family doctor and you have an amazing one, that's fantastic. That is unbelievable. But if you are in that system and you are feeling like something else needs to give, I feel like my doctor is not giving me enough time. Maybe they're not specializing in an area. Maybe they're not taking that approach with you. Please seek out other resources. Be your own health advocate. Always put yourself first. And if something doesn't feel right and you don't feel like you're getting the answers that you need, absolutely seek out other ways to get answers for yourself. All right. And the last thing is don't go crazy from day one. Now, I think we all have done this. I have done this so many times in my past. And I've talked about that numerous times on this podcast that this all-in approach is not sustainable. And this episode today is about sustainable weight loss and health and things that can carry you on into the future, carry you on for years that you are continuously working on your overall health, maybe after even the weight loss occurs. So for me, giving up, cleaning out your pantries, going crazy on day one is setting yourself up for failure. It's probably what you've done 25 times in the past. And if you haven't gotten to where you want to go, really taking that step back and saying, well, that's what I've done 20 times before and it hasn't worked. So what's going to be different this time? Going back to the first thing that I've talked about, having the plan, let's just pick maximum three things to focus on for 30 days. Why are we saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to drink a gallon of water, I'm going to sleep eight hours, I'm going to not eat carbohydrates, whatever it is. We're going crazy. And then essentially we're losing our minds because it's too much. It's added too much stress. You're worried about making a mistake because you've taken on too much on an already full plate. If you're a busy working mom like me and your kids are all over the place, 
you already have a very full plate and you barely have time to even think about all this. So taking yourself to the extreme is only going to set you up for that long-term failure and the short-term disappointment that you've already been on for years. So why do that to yourself? Why beat yourself up about it in the long run? If it wasn't working before, we got to stop. We have to stop the madness, right? So don't go crazy on everything. Maybe pick one thing that you're going to give up that you know isn't benefiting you. Like I've given up caffeine in the past. I've given up whipped cream. I've given up various things. And maybe it's just a 30-day trial. See how you feel. I'm a big believer in seeing how you feel. You know better than anybody else how you feel after you consume something. And a lot of us will say we feel good after eating the ice cream or it feels good at the moment, but you feel like garbage after. I know I do. And it's okay to have those items sometimes, but if the reality of it is you know you're going to feel like garbage after, maybe that's the one thing you give up for now, right? Maybe that's the one thing you focus on. Rather than going crazy saying, I'm not going to have carbohydrates, I'm not going to have cookies, I'm not going to have dairy, I'm not going to have gluten, unless you have restrictions that you have to do that, why torture yourself all at once, right? We can make good, better, best choices on everything every day, but I think over over-promising ourselves that we are going to be perfect eaters or we're going to exercise this much a day. We are just setting ourselves up for that same disaster that we've been on for years. And I, on this podcast, do not want any of you failing anymore. I want you guys focused on what's going to move the needle a little bit at a time so that at the end of the day, you get to your weight loss goal and then you are able to continue onto that full-on sustainable health, right? We all want to feel amazing. I am convinced that I'm going to feel better in my 40s than I did in my 20s. I'm convinced of that. I'm taking control of my health. I'm taking control of my weight. I am focused on elevating myself to be the best that I can be because I know that I'll be a better mom. I'll be a better employee. I'll be a better wife. If all of those things, I can take care of myself. So if you're out there struggling to feel good, you're exhausted, you just can't move a lot because you don't feel great, you're not motivated, you're kind of in a slump, I hope that these three things can help you, guide you to the point of sustainable health and weight loss because I think it's possible. I know it's possible and I know you can get there if you believe in yourself and you just take it one tiny chunk at a time. Not this overwhelming picture that is where you want to be in five years but where do you want to be in 30 days, right? What can we work on for 30 days and then build upon that? What's going to be that first domino that we can knock over to keep the rest of them moving forward? And then last but not least, just a little bonus thing that I kind of wish I... Now, I've, if you listen to this podcast, you know I like my fitness gadgets and all that kind of stuff. But something that I wish I did sooner, like very soon, early on, after I had my functional medicine doctor, I had a plan, all these things, is adapt to the fitness tracker thing, like get a blood sugar monitor, get a fitness tracker. If you are able to afford them and your or your doctor's on board with prescribing you for the, the blood sugar monitor, knowledge is power, right? I've said that so many times in this podcast. And sometimes the data and the analytics, when you see it in plain sight, the differences between when you're doing X and then you feel Y, it can be all of the difference, especially for someone who's very analytical. Like my husband thrives on the data. So for him, seeing data is what matters to him, right? Where I'm more, I need to feel a certain way. I need to know that when I do this, the data says this, but I also feel like garbage. Like the feeling is more my vibe, whereas he's more data driven. So whatever 
is kind of your thing. I always want to go on feeling because I think we all know inherently how we feel. And when you feel like crap, you do know. You absolutely know you feel like crap. And you have to be honest about that. But having some of these gadgets, I do think helps you along the way get to where you want to go faster because it's supporting you in your habits that you're building, right? So all in all, I you know, hope that this episode helps you. I cannot stress enough that you all deserve this. You deserve health. You deserve to feel comfortable in your bodies. You deserve to feel great and well-rested and energized every day. We all do. You deserve it. Take the time for yourself. And I hope this episode finds you well. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.